God, you want to hit a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. <laughs> Dollop, that was our theme song. It's really good. It's um, music by Colin McCoy, edited by Vicky Pezza. Um, that's it. Yeah. I didn't hear it. Nope, you certainly didn't. <laughs> I was going to pretend <clears throat> I did, but... You did not hear it. So um, My pretending was going pretty bad. I just... A small up is what I'm calling them. Small up. Little facts. Sure, okay. I was just Love reading it. that people in New York are putting up fake... Goodwill bins all over the city, so people will throw clothes in, and then they just take the clothes and sell them at other stores. That's, that's people really, are fucking horrible. I, what I, I love when people wiggle around rules, like you know what I mean. Like we always make these rules, and they're pretty good, but yeah. there's always a way for somebody to be like, "Nah, no, nah, I know how to fuck with that." Nah, I can. I'm across the border. I can. Yep. I, but it's probably like the mafia. Like they've probably dropped down so low yeah. that now they're. Whereas they used to like rob everybody inside. Who pays overalls? And everybody at the fish market pays me a thousand dollars, and now it's like, hey, you wanna you want these uh, t-shirts? Members only. Members only, baby. <laughs> That's right. This is one one le- two left converse. What do you think of Gap jeans? Huh? All hey, right. you like that? Now, what do you think of Jordash? Because that's what we have. <laughs> All right. So you're a baseball fan. Uh, I like baseball, but okay. it's it's lower tier sports for me. Okay. So <clears throat> because we have so many listeners in Australia, I'm going to exp- I'm going to briefly explain some of the rules of baseball okay. really quick. Uh, all I need to do is talk about the pitcher because this is about a pitcher. Okay. You have a very devilish smile. So baseball uh, started in the like 1870s or something, and uh, quickly a professional league developed. And one of our greatest pitchers of all time is named Cy Young, and he pitched around the turn of the century, 1900, and uh, not the 2000. No, and uh, and we have an award named after him, Cy Young. Yep. Um, so that's like the best pitcher in baseball will win that. And you know, it's it's. Strikeouts are a big deal. You you throw three balls past a guy, it's a strikeout. That's a big deal. Yeah. Right. So that's what pitchers, the best pitchers, and when, strike and out when, a lot of guys. Yes. When great pitchers do it, they throw no hitters where nobody gets hits, and that's a huge deal. Huge deal. Yeah. Huge deal. So that I mean, that's basically all you need to know. Good. Because we're going to talk about Rube Waddell. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I well, Rube is my favorite baseball player of all time. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, I think you're overwhelmed with the goodness. It's I can't even. The story of Rube Waddell is so okay. <laughs> He's one of the greatest strikeout pictures in the history of baseball. Okay. Um, beginning in 1898, he set just about every pitching record there was. Okay. Now, that's the exact same time that Cy Young is pitching. <laughs> that's interesting. So you'd huh? think you would know about him, right? <laughs> I would, and I wonder why I don't. <laughs> he was one of the most feared pitchers in baseball. Okay. And he was an amazing idiot. 
What do you mean? <laughs> he was pretty dim. Okay. He was literally not that smart. Okay, but I mean, I would. A lot of athletes aren't smart. No, but I think. Right. I think it's as we peel this onion, you're gonna find out just how not smart he is. It's the fact that his name's Rube is great too. Well. That wasn't the original name he was given. That might have been a nickname given to him by some, one of his teammates. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that reflects his IQ. Um, there's very little known about his youth. All right. But uh, we know he uh, grew up in uh, Pennsylvania, and he did not have a formal education. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's just a guy, Yeah. you know, all right, right off the hayseed truck. Sure. Um. <clears throat> I want to emphasize again that he did not have a formal education. Oh, okay. So that's a, that's a thing I should be very aware of. Uh, so uh, he claimed that his childhood hobby was throwing rocks at birds. And oh man, and that's how he learned how to pitch. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So he's. You know, yeah, that he, was his hobby. Sure, his hobby was to throw rocks at birds. At birds, yeah, <laughs> yep. So that that was the thing he did. Okay, who so, needs books when you have that, right? Yeah. And why, if you're a parent, why would you want to have what? that kid do anything else? No, obviously, you know that's going to translate. That will obviously translate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see my kid at school. I'm like, just go outside and throw rocks at birds. What's it going to take for him to go kill some birds with rocks? Be a and success. You know, and you know he was. You know he was killing them. Oh, for sure. Because he. If he is this amazing no, pitcher. He wasn't training to pitch. No, he, he was, was just a little shit. And then like a byproduct of that was like, hey, I have a really strong right arm. <laughs> so by age 18, he was ready for uh, the minor leagues in Butler, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, which is before you become a professional baseball player, you start out in the minors and you work your way up through this, this yes. system that yep. there's three levels to it. Uh, uh, he, he built his reputation of being very good-natured, but he was very simple-minded. Catcher Jack Nelson gave him the nickname Rube, which was rever- reserved for Hicks. Right. And it, stru- it stuck immediately. Everyone was like, fuck yes, that guy's a Hey, Rube. you're Rube. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Look out, the bird. Luke, oh, bird, bird, bird. <laughs> Give me that rock. Give me that rock. I'm going to throw it at him. <laughs> The Rube also didn't quite understand the rules of baseball when he got there. Now, see, that's a red flag for a player. So, in baseball, if you hit the ball and the pitcher, you know, like a ground ball to the pitcher, he picks it up, he throws it to first. And if the ball gets to the guy at first before you do, you're out. Yes. But the Rube, when he started, would throw the ball at the runner and hit the runner. (laughs) Well, now let me ask you this. Was the team called something like the Cardinals? Because then he's just going back to his boyhood <laughs> game of rock throwing at birds. True, that is true. So, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. You imagine a coach seeing a guy do, be like, "No, no, what are you doing?" And then, and then he would say, "The batter's out where I come from when you hit him." Like, so he's just like, <laughs> "Where this you come kid from?" From the fucking crazy mountains of Pennsylvania. Failed. You hit the guy with the. Can you imagine how horrible it was to play in that league? Oh my God. You hit the ball and the people are just fucking throwing this. Just this the, rock uh, the opposing at you. team where you're like, uh, the pitcher's throwing the balls at the players. <laughs> yeah, that's how we so, do it here. Well. Um, so then uh, his next opportunity, and I don't know why this happened, but Volant College, which okay. I don't think is in existence anymore, V O L A N T. They Great school back. So this is when things were different. So they wanted the great players to play for them. So they would like make offers 
to for players to in play. like minor leagues they would go yeah they would like they would like try and get college. right okay. it's the total opposite of today so so wait this guy who's had no education no, he's dumb as a fucking as a pole. dumb as the rocks that he's throwing yes, he's as stupid as a rock he's throwing <laughs> is and now yeah maybe going to college How about college <laughs> i mean is this a reality show or what uh they offered him free tuition and board what tuition and what and board uh i'm not bored i'm having fun okay and a dollar a game uh-huh. And free tobacco. Oh, I like backy. <laughs> this is my right hand. My throwing one. Um, the colleges had seven innings per game. He averaged 15 strikeouts. That's pretty great. That's insane. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, uh, I mean, how many is that? That's because there's three in innings, so that's seven. So that's 21. So he was, there's six, six, six players were doing something other than striking out. Yeah. Okay. That's good. More than once... He called for all of the players to leave the field, and he would pitch with no defense behind him. What? Like, <laughs> do you know how fucking mad the batter's supposed to be? And who can? He just he was like, everybody off the field. Is the coach a scarecrow? I don't fucking know what's happening, and everyone would just leave the field, and he'd just pitch. And then so he'd wait. strike the guys out. <laughs> okay, well, you should explain why that's crazy, too, because... You have all the people behind the pitcher who are there to field the ball and yeah. get him out. So yeah. basically, the pitcher is saying, like, if you hit it beyond me, you win. You win the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, Waddell would celebrate three strike innings by cartwheeling or walking on his hands or somersaulting off the field back to the dugout. Now I'm I'm starting to love this. Okay, guy. right? Yeah, because this, I am so. <laughs> That would be the greatest thing ever. This to is see great. A guy just somersaulting. Yes, yeah, so a cartwheeling, a grown man who can't read, <laughs> who's telling his the rest of his team to leave the field, cartwheeling and somersaulting when he does well. <laughs> yeah, that's Rube. The other team must want to kill him. Oh my god. Oh my god. Kill the him. other fans. Can you imagine oh other fans god. being like, "What motherfucker? <laughs> no respect." So. He earned reputation, and next he signed for five hundred dollars with Louisville. Okay, in nineteen eighty six. I think they eighteen ninety six. Sorry, I think they were the Cardinals. Oh boy, I, that's going to be, be a wrong. paradox I'm for a, him. Yep, He's going to yep. throw rocks at himself all day. I, I am a bird. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Peep peep peep. Oh, 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 hit myself on the oh, face. Where's Rube? <clears throat> he killed. He stoned himself to death. Okay, so um, club manager Fred Clark fined Rube. $50 for excessive drinking, and Rube quit the team. That was after two days. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I'm a, a huge fan. I am so in. How this is not a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so the Rube packed up and headed. I mean, the first day is like unpacking. <laughs> he went there. He unpacked. He got shit-faced. Yeah. He got fined. And he's gone. He packed up and he left. <laughs> Two days. <laughs> Two days. I mean, that's really like probably like a three hours where he could just get yeah. himself thrown off the team. <laughs> and imagine what he must have done being loaded. Oh, yeah. To get kicked off the team. Oh, baseball. God. You're kicked off a baseball team for Look, drinking. he's cartwheeling and telling his team to leave the field sober. <laughs> and also, he's doing. this is a team that saw what he was doing at the college cartwheeling and telling everybody to leave the field and went, that guy's going to be a good That's guy. That's our guy. Our and then he drinks and they're like, wait a minute. Meet the new face of the franchise. Does anyone else smell gin? <laughs> so he packed up and headed for Detroit. 
Oh, you're excited. There, his career lasted nine games. <laughs> when he was fined $50 for playing at a Sandlot game with local kids on his day off. He was fined for that? Yeah, because they don't want him to get hurt. Oh, okay. And Rube, being, a... being against fines. <laughs> May I guess? Yeah. He quit the team. He quit the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he left. Now, no one knows where he went after this period. He was gone for a few months. Wow. He just vanished. And then later that winter... Uh, someone spotted him wrestling alligators in a traveling circus. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, um, you thought throwing baseball to the kids in the sandlot was bad for the career. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, what else are you going to do in this in the winter? The winters? Yeah. No. You got to make because this is a time when baseball players had to make money. In the off season, right? So why not wrestle some alligators? Look, I mean, it was it was either that or be a welder. I mean, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's so great. It's the best thing ever. What was your summer job? Uh, I was selling fridges uh, over at Sears. I wrestled gators. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Get uh, yeah, me or my my thing, but I I wrestled alligators all summer. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to pitch again. Okay. Yeah, we. Got, I guess we gotta get you a chance. bird. <laughs> bird. <clears throat> Waddell reappeared in the nineteen and the eighteen ninety nine season with the Western League's Columbus Grand Rapids team, and he quickly became a fan favorite. All right, <clears throat> for two reasons. First, <laughs> he's Rube. <laughs> he won twenty seven games. All right, and second, he was complete fucking lunatic. Oh my god. <laughs> The Rube was known for arriving just before game time in his street clothes. <clears throat> so normally in baseball, all the players go out and practice hitting and they practice fielding and yeah. it's like an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. And fans come down and they and they watch it and they get they get balls signed by the It's like a big thing. It's yeah. like a big tradition. So he wouldn't do any of that. He'd just show up right at game time. And then he would stroll. He would stroll through the grandstand, so he wouldn't come through the players' end. Oh my god! He would come through the grandstand, walk through the so stadium, just walk through, through all the fans. the fans, raising a commotion. As he went through, he would grab people's beers and slam them. <laughs> <laughs> he would eat their hot dogs. Oh my god! And sometimes he would start fights with fans. Oh my god! I mean, he's made himself unfindable. <laughs> you cannot find him. I mean, I pay so much money to see this. Oh today. my! But also, by the same token, if you're a fan, yeah, and like somebody like drinks your beer or eats your food, <laughs> know, you're, you're like, not what? like, hey, it's awesome. You're like, you're buddy, like, hey, get on the fucking field. Hey, asshole, you make money pitching. I came here to see you. you don't and eat my shit. Game's gonna start twenty minutes late. You lost my beer and my fucking hot dog. Oh great, my kid's crying. Oh god, I gotta fight him. And then you have to fight the room. <laughs> Often he'd throw free peanuts to kids. That's nice. Nice. Um, uh, it said he would usually change into his uniform as he ran across the diamond. Oh my god! <laughs> so did he also invent streaking? He, did. he, would... he, he would... didn't wear. Okay, he didn't wear underwear. Wait. So... Okay. <laughs> oh my! Let's get all the details out now. Get him out of the table. What else? We have a stick in his ass. So... He pretended it was a tail. So essentially, you have a you have a big. Dumb guy running through the stands, <laughs> drinking beer, and then he would shed all his clothes 
and changing his uniform on the diamond. And win the game. <laughs> and then be the best guy out there. Oh, my God. Every Everything... Everything before the running along the field and changing, I can get in a way. Oh, yeah. That is sort of just like, <laughs> yeah. just get your uniform on. Just change. You can change somewhere else. There's a locker room. Just he doesn't, change. He doesn't have time, though. He's out there. He just wants to play the game. <laughs> no time. I have time to eat hot dogs and beat up fans. But changing, I'm going to need to combine. That and approaching the, the diamond. Um, he was easily distracted. So I'm opposing opposing fans would hold up puppies. Oh, and he would run towards them. Wait, wait. He was wait. on the mound. Wait, wait. So, so, he, wait. So he'd be pitching, and a guy would be up at bat. Uh huh. Someone would hold up a puppy, uh-huh. and he'd run over to pet it or grab it. I mean. <laughs> He's now gone from uh-huh. being really not smart yeah. to maybe lobotomized. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he could have been. Oh, the lobotomies weren't invented yet. Uh, but I would imagine if they were, he might have gotten lobotomized. Uh, it sounds like he might have invented them on accident somehow. He was also distracted by shiny objects. I mean. And they would put him in a trance on the mound where he would just sit there and stare at them. So you could go to a game. And hold up like a spoon, and he would just stare at it. And everyone would be like, "Come on, Rose, let's play!" <laughs> he just me now hit him with the puppy, and <laughs> <laughs> his head just explodes. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Fuck me! Oh god. Uh. Um. Wow. The rube would also just leave in the middle of games to go fishing. Wait, so, no, what the fuck? I mean, really? This is all real. What is the manager is of the all, team I doing? Don't, what, do you, what do you do? He's the best player. Besides Cy I Young, just, I mean, he's the best player at baseball, except sometimes he, in the middle of the game, he just walks off the mound because he wants to go fishing. It sounds, what are you going to do? Because he gave you half a good game. At tonight's game, there are no puppies or shiny objects allowed near the pitcher. All right, Rube. I think you hit him with a stink ball right here. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I'm going to go fishing. I'm sorry. sorry. I will go fishing now. No, we're in the middle of the... I'm done today. We're in the middle of the... I got to fish before it's dark. Bye. I'm going to change. Changing. I'm changing. Oh, God. There it is. I'm changing. Oh, we need a new pitcher. (laughs) That means a pitcher would just always be like, oh, coming in again. Should we find him? He... No, don't find him. Okay, so this is the best. This is the most well-known fact about uh, Rube Waddell. Okay. If a fire truck went by the stadium. I'm going to need to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, uh, uh-huh. I, 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 doesn't matter what the rest okay. of the statement is. Right. This is a problem. Okay. If a fire truck went by the stadium. <laughs> He would chase it. No! <laughs> Every time. What? <laughs> he, he would always chase a fire truck. I'm starting no to No matter think, where it was. Does, does he maybe have a dog brain? <laughs> he likes puppies, shiny things get him, and fire trucks. Well, he wasn't formally educated. <laughs> yeah, but still, <laughs> does your brain become a canine brain? He would only eat out of bowls on the floor. 
He had to have a little door in his regular door to crawl outside to go make boom. Oh, God. I would love to see that. Just him, oh run, him just running out of the stadium and all Jesus. the players like, oh, fuck. I mean, if the man, the manager would be like, look, if we can get through today with no fire trucks, uh-huh. no puppies, yeah. no shiny objects, and he doesn't want to go fishing, we got a shot. But he, like, <coughs> also, if you're, because this is when fire, uh, fire stations were, they weren't public, so you would pay them. Like, if you had a house, you would oh. give them a monthly fee in case your house caught on fire. And they would come and put it out. And oh, so if okay. you didn't pay a fee, they would just show up and let it burn. So potentially, and you could pay the fire department. Could just be ordering. Yeah, you could just order. <laughs> yeah, go by the stadium at four, and then the room would run away. Uh, room, room, no room. <laughs> Where you guys going? Uh, Louisville owner, owner, man. So this is back now. We're, now he's probably gonna go back to Louisville, right? So he's been he's been playing for other teams. He's been in, in Grand Rapids. So Louisville owner manager Barney Dreyfus got word. Now, sorry, was he not in Louisville before? He was. He for was. Two days. Okay, for that's the two where days. he got right. But so now there's a different you know manager in charge. Yeah, a different guy wants to roll the dice on his career. Right. Uh, so they got uh, word of a success and brought him down to Louisville. Um, Dreyfus heard the National League was going to consolidate and shut down his Louisville franchise, so he bought this guy bought the Pittsburgh Pirates, okay, and traded the entire team to Pittsburgh, uh huh, and then just put a bunch of shitty players in Louisville. So when they shut down the Louisville franchise, he'd be like, "Whoop, I got a team over here." Okay, so he just basically pulled the fast one, um, and so but that all of a sudden made Rube suddenly in a really big city. So he's never been in a big city before. Okay. So now he is playing baseball in front of very large crowds. I don't like that for Rube. And he's playing with Honus Wagner, okay. who's a huge historical baseball player, and Fred Clark. So he's he's with a good team. Uh, uh, one of the, He's one in of a the great eight. position in a great city. Yeah, he's in one of the original eight teams of but baseball. I just worry, Dave, mm-hmm. that there's going to be too many things to distract mm-hmm. our little dog-minded Well, we'll see. Friend. We'll see. I got a bad we'll see. feeling. Why don't, why don't we just see what happens? To I her? just want to say I'm on record. I don't feel like... I don't know why you say that. Because it's called the Cy Young Award. So far. <laughs> <laughs> One teammate of this era recalled Rube soaking his left arm in buckets of ice for hours at a time, claiming sincerely that he feared he'd burn up the catcher's glove if he didn't cool it off. <laughs> So he thought. So he does know science. He, no. <laughs> no, he's not good with physics and science. He doesn't get right. that you. He'd seen cartoons. Sure. And in his mind. Lots of them. A ball can catch on fire and burn right. up another person. If you throw it hard enough. Rube, hold on. I got to keep icing my arm. Otherwise, I'm going to hurt that poor catcher. Light him on fire. Light him up. Waddell led the league, led the league in 1900 with a 2.37 ERA. Oh wow! So he beat he's beating Cy Young at this point. He's, he's better, better than, than Cy Young. He's better than the guy. The award, the award, is the award is named after Cy Young, and he's better. And this guy's him. better. Yeah, I got a bad feeling. <laughs> but he racked up an unimpressive eight and thirteen record. Okay, it was part of that because there were so many fire trucks. Many of his defeats came as a result of his high rate of errors. Okay. Most people believed he committed so many errors because of his habit of drinking at local taverns as a pregame ritual. <laughs> Where he was known down to suck down, suck down many beers 
and put on an apron and play bartender. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aren't you pitching today? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How many fingers do I have? <laughs> oh, my God. And I like a ritual. Yeah. A pregame ritual. Gotta get him. Not that he would go every now and then and have a pop but before the, the game. But here's the crazy thing. He's still pitching great. Yeah. But when he, they hit the ball at him, he can't throw it to first because he can't pick it up because he's so Shit drunk. <laughs> so the thing he can do is throw it really hard at a very small space. Uh, yeah, the but guy's just it. like, all right, guys, we're just going to bunt today. Room's hammered. <laughs> Oh my god! Probably just bunting back at uh, him. and just probably laughing their asses off. <laughs> and then someone holds a puppy up, and Room just like falls in his own dugout. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of hurdles in this guy. Um, what else? Player manager Fred Clark uh, suspended him in late June of that year. It turns out the Rube liked to pack pistols. <laughs> And one day, he threatened to shoot his manager full of holes. <laughs> Wait. And I like how he's still not getting fined. I love that he's a drunk guy. He's drunk. Who's bringing guns to the Loaded stadium. Loaded guns, threatening to kill and his And now boss. threatening to kill the manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You'd be like, wow, I thought we had problems when he was just showing up shit-faced for games. He's going to kill me. Um, so he was, uh, he was kicked off the team and found himself playing for an independent team in Puxitani. Oh, Puxitani. Yeah. yeah. That's where the, the groundhog, the groundhog yeah. uh, uh, Pennsylvania legendary manager, Connie Mack, upon hearing of Rube's availability, immediately signed him for his franchise, the Milwaukee A's. Okay. My home city. Yeah, now we're now in your uh, area. Yep. So that you should know about him. Yeah, well, I I think we probably refer to him as Monkey Paw. <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> we love him, love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. Under Mac, Waddell uh, finally began to excel in one of his most famous feats after pitching a 17-inning game. The Rube turned around and pitched the second game of a doubleheader, completely shutting out the opposing team. Jesus. So he pitched. So normally today, a pitcher will pitch seven innings is the norm. Yeah. Sometimes eight if he's doing real, sometimes nine if he's doing awesome. Yeah, if he's but, gonna, but get generally, a record nine. generally, like if someone throws 125 pitches, that is like way too much. Like yes. that's, where, that's the line where people are like, yeah, oh, you might have done too much. This guy threw triple the normal amount. Jesus. In one day. Oh my god. And shut them out. And was had a dog's brain. And had a dog's brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if yeah, if you're the other team, you're like, Jesus Christ. Now why did he do it? Why did he do it on that day? What do you think was his motivation? Oh Jesus. Connie why? Mack promised him an all-expense-paid three-day fishing trip. <laughs> so he performed that's one of the why, greatest feats in baseball history. That's why he's doing better in Milwaukee. He's surrounded by beer, and the guy knows how to work him now. Mm -hmm. He's putting carrots on sticks. <laughs> a three-day fishing trip. Yeah. Sure, I'll soil my career for three days in a boat. Yo, keep throwing. <laughs> I'll keep throwing. 
You want me to do four games straight? We're only doing two today. Okay, you sure? I'll keep pitching the after first, the game. The first game went 17 innings. 17 and he innings. still pitched. That's two games already. Two games. Jesus Christ. <laughs> two games and then another game. What his fascination? His fascination with fire departments continued throughout his time with the A's, and he now was routinely wearing red under oh, his God. clothing just in case the bell would ring. So, <laughs> wait, wait, so, wait! No, 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 now, no! Because now, now he ain't just chasing them. Now he's taking off his clothes <laughs> and he's all covered red he's and he's helping them. Super fireman. So now, <laughs> so now in the middle of a game, if the fire engine goes by he becomes he a fire. fights the fire he becomes a fireman he's a fireman now sorry <laughs> rube have you talked to the fire department about this no she like just like showing up they'd be like aren't you pitching what what's the problem here where are we gonna get it let's go he like throw rocks at that fire dirty fire deserves rocks oh my god yeah <laughs> so it sounded like it sounded like he would straightened himself out to other teams. So the Pirates demanded his return. They were like, he's still under contract with us. We didn't actually fire him. He just threatened to shoot someone. He just left or whatever happened. Uh, so within two games, he was dropped by uh, uh, dropped by them. And uh, so then, okay. Wait, so he was dropped by Milwaukee? He was dropped by, Oh, fuck. You know, sell him, release her, or drop him off the bridge. Do anything you want, so long as you get him off my team. Oh, so. So, the, so. They got him back. Pittsburgh got him back. So, Pittsburgh, and then he was there for two days. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> now it's very back. hard to follow. Because he, no, no, no. he has a lot of two day stints. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, that might be a good nickname. Instead of the Rube. Old two day stints. So, after two days back. At the Pirates. What the fuck could he Pittsburgh. have done? <laughs> Fred Clark yelled at the owner, sell him, release him, drop him off the Monahigala Bridge, do anything you like to him, so long as you get him off my team. <laughs> so he was not wanted. Yeah. Is he just holding a grudge because he threatened to murder him? <laughs> <laughs> kind of petty, isn't it? So, uh, he spent the majority of the 1901 season with the Chicago Orphans. Wow. Horrible team name. Horrible team name, right? Yeah. The Orphans? Unless they were Orphans, then it's awesome. Well, then, then it's terrific great. if the Orphans had ever And then if he goes to the Orphans, that's my favorite team ever. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Bad News Bears in 1901. But I'm assuming they weren't all Orphans. No, that's just a terrible name. The no, owner was a, just... The uh, This is a team of people who, of people whose parents have yeah. died. The guy walking the stands is like, Gruel! The original Get your Gruel! The original name was uh, Chicago Dead Parents. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> We're the Chicago Stillborns. Let's get them! Um, <clears throat> but he was suspended for erratic behavior. Wait, Rube? Uh, a lot of that was because he kept chasing the fire engines. I mean, at and some it is point. Chicago and, at some point. Yeah, uh, he got a 13 and 5, re- 15 record, mostly blamed on fire trucks going fire by trucks. the stadium. <laughs> it's slowly becoming evident that really the big problem here was fire. <laughs> Much like Fra- what Frankenstein feared. Well, if they could keep the fires under control, then Can the they... Rube would have a better record. Yeah, but. I mean, I can't believe that nobody was able to, over the span of time, get through to him. Yeah. That just don't chase those. What do you mean? <laughs> don't chase the fire trucks, Rube. Why? 
please stop running after fire trucks and pitch. You're not a fireman. Right, but they go by. Yes. And then I go by. That's the part I'm having a huge problem with. Yeah. Well, people help. People need to help. Okay. Well, I'm glad we did this. Okay, I'm going to hear one. Yeah. Bye, Rube. He later spent a month <clears throat> playing semi-pro ball in Wisconsin and then traveled to the West Coast. Once in California, he refused to leave, signing on with a Los Angeles franchise uh, for, the 1902, for the 1902 season. Okay. Then in mid-June, <clears throat> uh -oh. two Pinkerton guards. Sorry? Working the, for the Philadelphia A's, oh boy. Connie Mack uh, boss, tracked him down and dragged him back to Pennsylvania. So Did, Took him? So now... <laughs> You, why didn't they just get a fire this truck to drive by and chase, like have him chase it back to the old but club? But this, this isn't the team that fired him after two days last time. This is the team before that. Yeah. Who wanted him back, so they kid, kidnapped him. I mean, <laughs> it's not like you could just make – you can't just take a guy back to work in another state. That's nope. called kidnapping. Uh, slavery, yeah. Kidnapping, <laughs> yep. Yep, that's slavery. He's been so, fired so many times. Do you think when he got fired at one point ever – he misunderstood and was like excited. Fire! 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 No! No! Rube, leave! Leave! Oh! Oh! oh. The bad fire. Um. So they brought him back to Pennsylvania, and Mac, uh, who was considered the only one to be able to control him, right? Who? And he really wasn't able to all that. No, much. no one was able to control. I him. mean, nobody could take the fire truck out of his heart. <laughs> it's a huge problem. So basically, Mac brought him back and tried to like put him under house arrest. Like that's that's how they figured. Great idea. That's how they figured um, to take care of it. Yes. So um, this is when this is when pro athletes had two two jobs. They play baseball and then they do their whatever regular job. Right. Um, so Mac forbid the Rube from um, alligator wrestling in the off season, which he was oh, still doing. Why? I can't. <laughs> So instead, uh, for additional income, he started playing rugby for a Pennsylvania team. Okay. So that's his off-season job. That better. And now everything went awesome. Okay. So he's, like, getting all of his energy out. He's all playing right. two sports. He's never not playing a sport. He's like a kid. Okay. Um, and so he, this is a, a years of stability that – uh, he led the league in strikeouts for the next five years. Now, this is when Cy Young is playing. Yeah. He's leading. He's, he's, he's pitching he's better than Cy Young. Five years. Too. Five years. It's a long time. Five years. Um, Cooperstown historian Lee Allen described uh, 1903 in the life of Rube Waddell. He began that year sleeping in a firehouse in Camden, New Jersey. Oh, God. It <laughs> I mean, it's just insane. He's just... And ended it <laughs> in a firehouse. He's like the Dalmatian. <laughs> and ended it tending bar in a saloon in Wheeling, West Virginia. In between those events, he won 22 games for the Philadelphia A's, courted, married, and became separated from Mary Wayne Skinner, saved a woman from drowning, accidentally shot a friend in the hand, <laughs> and, and... Was bitten by a lion. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a year. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, wait. I mean, that had to have happened at the circus, wait, right? Wait, 
I mean, it was the circus. He got bitten by. He saved a woman from drowning. He yeah. shot his friend in the hand. Yeah. He was a bartender. Uh-huh. Played rugby. Sleeping at a firehouse. He got married uh-huh. and divorced. Uh-huh. Basically, yeah. Slept in a firehouse and got bitten by a got lion. Bit <laughs> by a lion. I mean. Right? Do we know how he got bit by a lion? Nope. <laughs> it just it's just in the it's just in the in the Hall of Fame. It says that. Shot his friend in the hand. <sighs> I know why the wife left. Yeah. <laughs> that year sounds like a little shaky. Yeah. It wasn't a great marriage. Um so now he's playing legendary baseball and his only competition on the mound was uh the Hall of Famer contemporary Cy Young. That was his only competition at the time. No one else was as good as those two guys. Okay. Except one was a normal human and the other one was crazy. Yeah, one had a dog brain and one was a man. His popularity skyrocketed. The citizens of Philadelphia loved him. Of course. Oh, how would if you, not? you Now, people who are from uh, other places, Philadelphia has the most horrendous sport, sports fans yes. in the country. They Horrible. Are, they, they, they used to throw batteries They at embrace players. how horrible they are, yeah, too. they really so They wouldn't even be really offended do. by No, they wouldn't. That's said. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget when, when the Giants won the World Series and Tim Linskim was walking off the mound and there's just all these people holding up signs above the dugout saying how horrible his teeth are. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and, just... then, he, and then he shut him out and won the game. Yeah. But, oh, just, all, just like four people holding up signs about his crooked teeth. <laughs> Philadelphia! That's why we need him. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Um, so Philadelphia delighted in a star who would show up at saloons and then work at the bar... The fact he was known to to play almost as much ball with local kids as with the professional counterparts endeared him to the city. So now they're letting him play with kids. Yeah, they're now, like, when you say no to that, yeah. he wrestles alligators. <laughs> so let him do it. Yeah, that's like the least trouble he can get in. Yeah. Let him play ball with the kids. Yeah. You stopped him from doing what? Playing ball with kids. He might hurt his arm. You moron. Have you any idea what you've just done? <laughs> He's gonna try. He's probably gonna get bit by a lion now. <laughs> he was especially popular with local firefighters. Oh boy! Who uh, actually put him up in local firehouses for day to, days at a time. So he was basically living at firehouses around Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> we just come on. He's so he, cute. Can he just stop with this <laughs> shit? <laughs> Firemen. <laughs> He's like a four-year-old. I know. He is. like A lot of people believe that it was because of the firefighters that the Rube earned his reputation for heroism. Okay. <laughs> After saving two men from drowning while on a duck hunting trip. Now, wait. He's already saved a woman from drowning. He saved people all the time. So now he's saved two other men from, from drowning. drowning. Okay. <laughs> Stories of uh, the Rube's perching for life-saving began to circulate. It is believed that the Rube may have, throughout his life, saved as many as 13 lives. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. What? Yes. He's a fucking hero. Yeah. He's just, he's so simple. He's so simple. He's so simple. He was always on alert. Danger. Yes. Winning. He- Beer. <laughs> Lion. <laughs> Pet lion. Pet lion. Oh, oh, lion bab. Oh, fruit punch hand. <laughs> he was always on alert. The Philadelphia Daily News wrote in 1905 how he was on a houseboat cocktail party when he heard someone scream for help. Okay. 
Without a moment's hesitation, Rube dove into the frigid waters and succeeded in rescuing a passing log. A passing log? Yeah. The person who screamed was on the boat. He just jumped in and grabbed a log. Look, you don't you don't save thirteen lives by waiting to find out. You know, sometimes you're gonna get a lot. <laughs> sometimes you gotta go get hypothermia and rescue wood. Oh look. Hey you guys, I got her. Oh she's okay, everyone. She'll be fine. Hopefully she don't catch on fire. Okay, so he's popular, right? Yes, I would I would guess that this man would be popular. So what happens to players when they're super popular in America now? Uh, well, they... Other careers? Yeah, the other career, obviously. They run for a political office, perhaps? Roop took a turn at acting. Oh, boy. <laughs> he toured the nation in the vaudeville play The Stain of Guilt and received critical acclaim. Oh, my God. They did not cheer his acting because <clears throat> he was allowed by his fellow actors to improvise all his lines. Oh, my God. Since, <laughs> oh, my God. Since he was incapable of remembering them. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, to be there. Oh, to see a man who chases fire trucks improvise. Why, sir? Have you taken my beautiful Bridget? You know, you got a lot of uh, anger. Yes, that is. Darn you, scoundrel. I'm going to leave and hug that lady. <laughs> Could you imagine? I just... Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Um, making up his life. I mean, as a, as a, like a professional actor yes. who would probably be like standing there just like, yes. all right, now wait for that, wait for that, that void look to yes. just vanish for a moment. Here we go. Okay. Gonna... Now reply with my line. <laughs> yeah, it would be, they would have nothing, yeah. nothing in common. Maybe you should ask me where you want to go later. <laughs> uh, he was lauded for his ability to Quote, throw the villain twice as far as Kyle Ballou. So I don't know who Kyle Ballou is, but but he was picking up the actor who played the villain and heaving him across the stage. <laughs> Improv. <laughs> yes, I am. He was able to parlay his success as an actor into higher wages at the ballpark. Wow. Because now he was a big yeah, he's star. A, he's a star. He's a, he's a star. In 1904, he got a 150 yearly pay raise from the Philadelphia Athletics. All right. So he's rolling in it, right? Yep. That year... I don't like him with money, I'll say that. Fair. Totally fair. <laughs> that year, Rube also inspired one of the first extended major league contract negotiations on record. Okay. Surprised, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like he would... No. ...be capable of negotiating... No. ...a contract. I, I have a feeling he didn't or something. His catcher and roommate, Ossie Schreckengost, <clears throat> was the one who was negotiating the contract. Ballplayers generally room two to a room while on the road. They actually still do that. They yeah. actually still share yeah, room yeah. on the road. Uh, the Shrek couldn't handle the nighttime habits of the Rube and refused to renew his contract until the A's inserted a no eating crackers in bed clause. <laughs> Because back then they shared a bed. I mean, oh, they shared a bed? Yeah, back then you'd sleep in the One same bed. bed. And he was eating crackers in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and so they put it in the contract. Just pounding crackers to the point where that is a sticking point in your contract. 
I'm just not gonna be next to him eating crackers uh, anymore. Fuck me. <laughs> In 1904, Rube set baseball's all-time strikeout record at 349. Wow. Which stood for 61 years. The 1905 season saw an epic duel of the pitchers, uh, Rube and Cy Young, in a 20-inning throw fest. So for 20 innings, they went head-to-head and really? didn't give up a run. Jesus. Rube took the game ball, probably the most sought-after baseball in years, and gave it away for free booze at a local tavern. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that ball would be the most historical ball? Uh, it, it, I mean, in, in one, one of the most historical in all of baseball history. Without question. With, and he gave it away for some beers. And he gave it away for like a couple of shots. <laughs> um, I think I know why they call him the Rube. And then after he died, every bar in Philadelphia would be like, I have the ball. Oh, so yeah. no one actually knows what the ball is. <laughs> That's kind of good. Uh, in 1905, Rube's old ways started to come back. During one weekend, Rube was cited as a hero for preventing a serious fire in a crowded department store. He picked up a blazing oil stove and carried it from the building. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Is he Forrest Gump? Yeah, but he's like a giant Forrest Gump. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's, like, he's like Forrest Gump in like a Hulk body. Forrest Hulk. Forrest Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Just picking up, picking up a flaming gas a stove fl- <laughs> or oil stove. I mean, a highly flammable stove. It's fucking. It's like a bomb. He's carrying. Yeah, he's out. carrying a bomb. Yeah. He saved the life of teammate Danny Hoffman, who had been hit in the head by a wild pitch. So he must have known. He must have picked up some some uh, with the fire. I mean, he must have picked up some skills as far uh-huh. as doing CPR or whatever. Um, he was arrested on bigamy charges. Jesus Christ. So at this point, he's married to a couple ladies. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> um, turns out he had forgotten to divorce his first wife. Rube? Yeah, he forgot. Um, he also fled town to avoid charges after he attacked and badly injured his father-in-law. Um, because his father-in-law was like, what the fuck? You're, you're married, you're married to someone else. And then he like tried to kill him. You're in trouble now. Uh, he was later cleared of all charges, uh, but this is sort of the beginning of the end. This is sort of the beginning of the downside of the Rube. Okay. So it's going to get sad. Okay. We're gleaming the Rube. Yeah, gleaming the Rube. <clears throat> he did lead his team to the 1905 World Series, but couldn't pitch because of an injury. What what animal bit him? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> the injury happened because Rube was making fun of a teammate's straw hat, and they ended up. Getting in a fight on a cross-country train. <laughs> <laughs> on a train. Holy shit. You straw hat, stupid. Hey, Rube, stop. Stupid hat. Stop, Rube. Your hat's dumb. <laughs> and I don't like it. That's probably exactly how <laughs> yeah. it went. He's pretty shit-faced. Oh, God. Rumors fle- uh, flew that gamblers had gotten to Rube, paying him to keep him out of the series. Uh-huh. Eventually, the story that a New York betting syndicate had put Waddell up in a Manhattan penthouse with a group of showgirls took hold, and the A's demolished the Giants four games to one. So people now blame him yeah. for the loss and think that he's corrupt. Right. So they, he went from being classic Philadelphia. He went for years being this awesome hero that everyone yeah. was drinking with, and he's playing with the kids. A man of the people. And then he gets hurt, and they're like, you fucking animal! (laughs) 
Put him down. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, he was defended by Mac, but he could never overcome the rumors. The fans turned against him, and he was traded in 1908 to the St. Louis Browns. Okay. There he set a single-game strikeout record of 16 against his former teammates. Jesus Christ. So his team came to town, his old team. And he's just and he like, fucking struck them all out. Fuck you all. Uh, but he, other than that, he was pretty mediocre. Um, they were trying to keep him out of trouble, uh, so they hired him as a hunter for the season, for the off season. What? So, <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to break well they, that down a little bit well, for okay, me. Okay, so they didn't want to work in a bar or wrestling alligators, so they, so they hired him as the team hunter, and then he would go shoot animals and bring them back, and the owners would eat eat them. The other people that worked. So they invented there. a job for him. <laughs> they made up an occupation. You've- the team hunter? You've never heard of a team hunter? I've never heard of a team yeah, hunter. Yeah, oh, everyone's got them. You know, Rube, we're thinking of promoting you. Oh. Yeah, we want you to be team hunter. Oh, God. Yeah, and you just go out in them woods and you just kill animal and bring oh. it back to us. And that's really important. That's a big job. Yeah, that's like GM. Okay, is that a straw hat? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it was the first time he avoided scandal in years, and he kept the uh, team st- Docked with duck and venison. But he was drinking more and more. <laughs> That's and one of the in, downsides of being Team Hunter. In 1909, in a game against New York, mm-hmm. he passed out on the mound. From heat? After giving up a home run. So, <laughs> so he threw a ball. A guy hit it over the fence. And then he laid down and took a nappy nap. <laughs> I so want to see. Uh, I so want to see uh, players picking up another guy off the mound because he's plowed. I want to see everything and taking him off the field. Just it's the greatest thing ever. Sleeping. <laughs> well, fuck. I'm going to bed. Rube, Rube, Rube. Someone call the fire department and get him to drive by. Woo. Uh, so, St. Louis released him in 2010. Uh, he found himself pitching in the Eastern League's Newark France. So now he's in Newark. Oh, so good. shit's not. No. Uh, that didn't pan out. Then he moved to Minneapolis to pay for Joe Cantillon's Millers. Uh, now he's in minor league baseball. Okay. How old is he? I don't know. So he's probably like. Well, he was 18. In, so he's not. He's like 30. Yeah, but then. He's, I know, but he's yeah, 30. He's 30. True. Um, but he's put a lot of miles on the odometer. He, d- he really did some living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not a regular 30. He's a have bitten, been bitten by a lion 30. Yeah, right, right. Uh, he Now he's got a really close manager with uh, a close relationship with his manager. Okay. Um, that seems important. Yeah. Because uh, he couldn't take care of himself, so no. Joe, the manager, has him move into his house. Okay. Um, and then in, in 1912, a local dam broke. Well, I mean, if I if I know our room, <laughs> I'm gonna guess he's got to go help. <laughs> a dam broke. It's time to rip off his regular like play clothes and get his fire uniform on. Well, he had red. I'm sure he was sleeping in red. Yeah, yeah. He had a fire truck bed. Uh, he volunteered to stack sandbags to block the rushing stream, standing armpit deep in freezing waters for 13 hours. That actually kills two birds with one stone, uh, though, yeah. because then he's not going to light the catcher on fire. No, he's not. 
He contracted pneumonia <laughs> from which he never fully recovered. Jesus Christ. From then on, he was plagued by injury, I- illness. Yeah, pneumonia. Uh, which was made worse because of his nonstop drinking. Right, that'll hurt. He pitched poorly for the Minneapolis Millers in 1913. Concerned by the drastic decline of his health, uh, Joe sent him to San, uh, San Antonio Tuberculosis Sanitarium in 1914. So that's not good. No. A turkey below, that's like a you're going to die now. Right. Place. <clears throat> Uh, so he died there on April Fool's Day, 1914. He was 38. And we just say that that's a great day for him to go. Right? Yeah. He died on April Fool's Day. It's a great day for I him. I mean. It's perfect. Yeah. It couldn't be better. <laughs> He'd be happy. He'd... <laughs> so, okay. So he was 38. Okay. <clears throat> he was penniless. Okay. Uh, he, he was notorious for not being concerned about money. Um, in his best season, he made $2,500, wow. which was given to him $10 at a time by Connie Mack. Smart. <laughs> you definitely want to be doing it like that. You don't want to give him $2,500. You know, he's going to be like, look, I bought a robot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Rube, Rube, that's a garbage can. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's silver. Me and my friend are robot. We're going to solve crime murders. Oh my God! Oh Rube! Oh Rube! Oh, oh God! Oh, sweet, oh, sweet little Rube! Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh fire engine! Oh! Um, he was buried in an unmarked grave in a San Antonio potter's field. What? How fucked up is that? That's so fucked up. A few months later, his baseball playing friends passed a hat and provided him with a gravestone. Former teammate, oh God, the Shrek. Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy. Yep. The, uh, crack, the, the cracker, cracker buddy. Yeah, the cracker guy. <laughs> Uh, provided the insightful epitaph for the headstone, Rube Waddell had only one priority, to have a good time. That right? seems pretty fitting. Yeah, they almost went with Party Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Machine. <laughs> when he died, he had no idea how many women he had married in his life. Wow. I mean, yeah, slept with, sure. Yeah, right? <laughs> married married? Too? That's crazy. <laughs> So more than ten? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fifteen to fifty. I don't know. Well, imagine he would probably just meet women oh, in yeah. a drunken stupor and then marry them. And well, if you don't learn any facts, yeah, when you're uh, being brought up, yeah, you could very easily think that you could marry anyone, right? And it was just like a sweet thing you did. No, this is like if Tarzan played baseball. That's <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> right down to the shout that probably he did behind the fire trucks. <laughs> um, he did live at the right time, though, because if, I mean, if he was alive, if this guy was alive today. Today? Get out of here. I mean, he wouldn't get anywhere near anything. He, Even being the greatest, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, he wouldn't get near anything. No one would let him play. No. He would be like one of those guys who had like a show on Spike. Yeah. He'd have like a reality show, yeah, totally. And he'd be—he just like have his own league in a cornfield somewhere, yeah, and people yeah. would try to come and hit him. He'd be like Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams, but the voice was fake. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that voice wasn't fake in Field of Dreams? Well, no, that it is real in the movie. Okay, right? <laughs> right? Do you believe it's real in real life? No, no, but in no. <laughs> Don't rube me. 
Don't make me rube, <laughs> bastard. Um, so they would have nothing to do with him today. No matter no. how talented he was. But it's crazy that even with all that shit, don't you think that he still should be known as, I mean, like, Babe, Babe Ruth, for instance, the greatest baseball right. player of all time, Babe. was a fucking alcoholic, oh a God. womanizer, yeah, horrible. Uh, just a glutton. Yeah. And we know him. But this guy is known, if you bring up his name, he's known as the guy who chased the fire trucks. Like, he's not known as uh, 13 major league seasons. He led the league in strikeouts seven times. He won the pennant in 1905 at a record of 27 and 10, seven shutouts, an ERA of 1.48. ERA of 1.48 is fucking insane. And it's just. It is just that he chased too many fire trucks. And that he was a crazy booze hound who got bit by lions. Yes. But even with that, I think you get that on its own, that you can maybe play with that. It's the fire station trucks firemen. Well, what about the going through the crowd and grabbing hot dogs and fighting people? Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> for sure. But in that story, that was brought up one time. Yeah. The amount of times that he chased fire trucks or slept at a fire department or wore fireman outfits... <laughs> Was 10 to 15. No, yeah. So I get why that plagued him. Why wasn't he just a fireman? Why just... I, I don't understand how you couldn't possibly... Nobody could talk him down from this. No. Nobody could say, Rube, Imagine listen. Imagine how much they During tried. the games, don't. Rube, please, during the games, don't. Do you know how many times he had that conversation? Oh, a thousand. Oh, my God. Endless. Endless. Today. And still. Please don't chase the fire trucks. No, Rube. Just today of all days. Rube, when we hear a fire truck today, we're not chasing it, right? Uh, uh. Don't chase it. Mm. Mm, that feels very noncommittal. I'm not going to put you out on the mound if you're going to chase it like I told you, Rube. So I'm serious. You better not. Mm. My God, is that a fireman's uniform <laughs> underneath that? Just red. God damn it! I like red. No, Rube. Do you hear that? Jeez. Do you? I want to know how he got bit by the lion. He was petting it, right? He was probably trying to do something that you just shouldn't do with a lion. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is. He probably looked at it like a big, dumb calf, you know? He's probably like, pretty kitty, make it purr. And then the lion was like, sir. Excuse me, sir. I'm a, I'm a glorious creature. animal. <laughs> glorious. Wrestling alligators. There you go. Wow. I think better than the story of Doc Ellis, who pitched a no-hitter on acid. Uh, I agree. Even though that is an, its own amazing story, that is a day. That is one day where a, one guy, day. a guy took acid and didn't know he was pitching yes. and then pitched we a no-hitter. I think you show me a highlight reel of both these guys. One of them is going to be... Two hours, one hundred minutes. <laughs> wow! Uh, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like more people should know about. It should be a the movie, room. right? That should absolutely be. How a movie. is it not a fucking movie? I it's mean, it's just, a dark comedy. Well, you would need to be like scaling it back. You'd be like, "What are we gonna lose? There's too much shit to cover." You would have to scale it back. Something. Because it's insane. It doesn't yeah. stop. I mean, and we gotta put the fire trucks in there. That's a. a that's lot of something. fire trucks. It is a period. It's a lot piece. of the budget there. That's most of the budget there. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you're gonna find all those fire trucks. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> if you have any topics, you think I'm mostly just doing American stuff right now. I might branch out. I'm I'm trying to avoid politics. Yeah. Unless the story's really crazy, but I just don't want to get into all that shit. You know, I don't I don't want to be 
well, you know, that's just 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 what mostly people do is rip on each other about politics. I the, I hate all, yeah, parts of it. There's a really crazy story that's happening in Mississippi right now okay. that I might cover. Uh, it it's fucking insane. But for the most part, I just I don't think it's no. fun. It's not well, fun. I also think it's just uh, you when you get involved in that. Like to me, I'm always like, if you step back from the world of politics, it's just all so fake and fabricated. Yeah, it's so you're totally. kind of arguing like this. Yeah, it's like us arguing about like Disney characters. Yeah, and but I mean, there's a lot of fucking idiots. But uh, tons. I mean, uh, someday I might do one about stuff, just stuff Ronald Reagan has said. Because oh, it's, or fucking W. I mean, ma- yeah, you could, you could do, you could do Reagan, George. We could do Reagan w. versus Bush, W. And you could put Tony Abbott in there as the Prime Minister of Australia oh, yeah. right now. Oh yeah, yeah. And you would not be able to tell no, no, no. who's saying the dumber thing. I my guess is. You'd be get confused between Abbott and Reagan a okay. good amount. I have one. Okay. Uh, trees cause pollution. Who said that? Oh, well, see, that's not Bush. I know that's not Bush okay. because that is uh, misleading, not really just crazy and stupidly <laughs> off the cuff. That's like an attempt to get. So I'll say Tony Abbott. Reagan. Wow. What a fucker. Who said um, Alzheimer? Who called the Greeks Grecians? Um, I'll go with Abbott. That's George W. Bush. Ah, and, I have a, uh, okay. Give me who one. said that missiles after fired can be put put back in the submarines? Can be re- oh, can be recalled. Reagan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will be able to retract the missiles back out of the submarines. All right, that's the dollop. I hope you enjoyed your baseball lesson. Yep, I did. Um, he's one of my favorites. He's the best ever. That's why <laughs> I know why. <laughs> Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Uh, Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.